0: Another episode recording this a little afternoon, Monday morning. I was hoping there would be a little bit more uh, real news than there has been. Although we are going to get some uh, some interesting news tomorrow, uh, it seems. We'll get into that a little bit later. But uh, we had some great fights over this past weekend that we're going to talk about. Um, but before we do, I wanted to say that my next guest on the show is going to be Trevor Peake. The, uh, the Tennessee fighter that he won his UFC debut a couple weeks back. He was, you know, a contender series guy. Uh, he's a native Tennessean like I am. So just, you know, really excited to get to talk to him after his, uh, his big win and his debut, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. Really looking forward to that episode. Um, you know, shout out to his manager, Steve Swedish, for getting everything uh, set up, but – yeah, absolutely cannot wait to talk to that dude. Um, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a lot of fun. 8-0, all of his wins have been by knockout or TKO. Um, yeah, it's just going to be going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and his, his most recent win, his debut, uh, he knocked out uh, Eric Gonzalez back in February with one second left in the first round. Um, so really going to have a lot of fun talking to him about that. Uh, very clearly a talented guy got some power in his hands. So, uh, yeah, cannot wait to talk to that dude, but, uh, yeah, before that episode, of course, we've got to talk about these fights that we had this past weekend. Um, they were, they were pretty good. It was a pretty solid, um, all around pay-per-view. Uh, the prelims were very interesting. A lot of finishes, a lot of different interesting fights there, uh, Maybe the biggest one being Muhammad Mokayev, uh flyweight fighter. He uh, he submitted a FIHO in the first fight of like the regular prelims. And that was the fight, you know, you'll remember he was caught in that knee bar. Wicked fucking knee bar. I mean, just hit, your knee is not supposed to bend that way. If you haven't seen it, there's plenty of screenshots of it. Go take you a look at it. Uh, yeah, your knee's not supposed to do that. It doesn't go in that direction naturally. I have no idea how he didn't tap out. It's brutal. And he said, uh, he said after the fight that he could like, he could feel his knee cracking in the knee bar. And he still was just like, mm, no, I'm not going to tap out. <laughs> Absolutely insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah, pull you up a picture of that. Is, yeah, just, it's it's brutal. I don't know how he didn't tap. That shit is insane. Of course, there were people concerned online, you know, um, you know like, ah, he might have done some serious damage to his knee. Maybe he did. I saw a picture of it. I don't know if it was this morning or fucking yesterday morning, whatever it was, just his knee after that. It doesn't look good. It does not look good. Uh, no, but he was able to come back talked, and get the but, submission, you know, like he he did win. I don't know how he didn't tap to that knee bar, but he actually came back and got the submission of his own. Um, So, I mean, hats off to him. He got the win, crazy, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah, you see it? <laughs> yeah, that shit's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Oh, yeah, it makes you uncomfortable to look at. I was uncomfortable watching him get put in that knee bar. I mean, hats off to the guy that he fought, man. I mean, it was a good fight. It was it was competitive, you know. Um, I mean, Mokaev, you know, he very clearly was winning the fight. But, I mean, the other guy came to throw down. And, like I said, he locked in that fucking knee bar. I feel like that knee bar would have made damn near anyone else tap. But, uh, yeah, tapping just doesn't really seem to be an option from Mokaev. And he, he was number 12 going into that fight, so... I mean, the guy he was fighting was not ranked, but, you know, kind of have to imagine that a win like that, you know, probably tip him over into the top ten. Um, we've got the rankings pulled up now, but I don't think they've updated him yet today. Um, so, yeah, kind of imagine he'll be in the top ten. Probably get a title shot before the end of next year. I could I could very easily see uh, Makaev fighting for the title um, at some point there were some other good fights in the prelims too. uh, Ashma has got a, got a knockout there. Um, Jake Hadley looked very impressive. Uh, you know, he and Malcolm Gordon, you know, that was one of those sleeper fights that they had in the early prelims that, you know, I feel like a lot of people maybe uh, overlooked, you know, had potential fight of the night written on it beforehand, but it didn't go that long. Uh, you know, Jake Hadley was able to get the job done pretty quickly, pretty brutal, uh, knockout and jack shore is just you know he's a great featherweight fighter up and coming you know got the job done in front of a home crowd really strong way to end uh you know an england pay-per-view a guy like that getting the win and you know really interested in seeing what's uh what's next for all those guys um you know and it as far as the main card goes, you know, I said this the other day, but I kind of feel like I need to stop putting my predictions on Twitter because uh, they never they never go well. You know, I, I mean, I've been watching the sport for a long time, over a decade, and you would think that maybe I'd be able to predict how fights go. Uh, I've been on a pretty bad streak this year. This year in particular, I feel like I've just been – you know, missing more than I've been hitting. Aside from that one pay-per-view, the one with uh, Shevchenko and Jones and all that, you know, I got all them main card fights right, except for one, the one that everybody missed. But, man, the only one I predicted right on this one was Gaethje. (laughs) That's it. I got every other freaking fight wrong. It's just ridiculous. Um, Although, I will say, I don't think... I feel like some of them were kind of easier to predict than others, you know, like, uh, you know, Marvin Vittori and Roman they fought. And, you know, I was betting on kind of the, you know, the exci- the exciting prospect, you know, that's been knocking guys out and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I thought maybe he would find a way to get it done. But, boy, that did not happen. Marvin Vittori, um, he looked good. and That was a
1: close one. You know that one wasn't just. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, it it was just close.
0: Yeah, it was. I was confused when the head uh, one of the judges had that one thirty twenty seven, and I was like, ah, I don't know about that. You know, there were a couple of questionable scorecards uh, throughout the night. I can't remember. There, was, there was there were some really bad ones. Ah, I can't remember. There there was one fight where a guy had it 30-27. I don't think it was that fight. I think it was a fight before, and it's like, dude, what are you looking at? You know? um, ah, What fight was it? It's going to kill me. I think it might have no Oh, it was um, uh, Chris Duncan and Omar Morales in the second-to-last uh, second fight of the prelims. Uh, it was a split decision because one of the judges yeah. had it 30-27 Morales, and it's like, where do you get that scorecard? That's right. That's right. I was thinking too. Yeah, that one was that was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you is, know, both the other judges yeah, had it's it not right. Yeah, I, you know, the two other judges I think had it spot on. You know, twenty nine, twenty eight for Duncan, but thirty, twenty seven Morales in that fight, insanity. He didn't. Yeah, know. that's yeah, that's insane. I mean, look, I mean, yeah. you know, I gave him a round. Could you give him all three rounds. I just, I just don't think so. I mean, I don't know who the judge was. You know, I would throw him under the bus if I could. Uh, but I, I don't know who it was, but they, I don't know what they were watching. I have no clue. Um, yeah, no, but it, it, you know, the, the Vittorio Delizzi one was close. Uh, I thought Vittorio looked better in this fight than he has in a lot of his previous ones. He, he just looked a little more put together, a little more well-rounded. Um, you know, I mean, he had, you know, I, I think a lot of people remember his fight with, uh, Israel Adesanya and he just, you know, he wasn't really able to get that much going and, you know, Izzy kind of embarrassed him and of course he, you know, he, he fought, Paulo Costa and looked fine and you know he lost to Robert Whitaker, which, you know, no, nothing wrong with that at all. But, you know, I, I think uh Saturday night he looked more put together than I think he has um in the past. So uh I don't know exactly where he's ranked. I imagine he's still ranked pretty high. He's ranked number four right now. day was nine. So you know, I, I I don't think it's impossible that you see Vittori back in title shot conversation at some point. I think that very much so depends on how the uh Adesanya Pereira fight goes coming up. I can't remember when that one is, but That's uh yeah. that's like
1: this month, isn't it, or is it next month?
0: I think I think it's next month. Yeah, I, I I do think it's April something. Um April April eighth. Ah, yeah. I I was thinking eighth or twenty-eighth. And yeah, no, that's fucking that's right. Damn, that's gonna be a that's gonna be an exciting one. Uh side note, it will be very crazy if Pereira goes four and and0 against Izzy across, you know, between MMA and kickboxing both. To lose to a guy four times pretty fucking cool is wild. That's terrible. That's embarrassing.
1: Not embarrassing. I mean, he'd kill me every time but you know it is very savage but like fucking, just not be able yeah. to get that guy that just sucks
0: yeah to just try as hard as you fucking can and like you just never you never get him and it's not like izzy looked bad i mean i know that the the kickboxing fights were pretty close and you know they i mean their first fight you know izzy was Izzy was beating him. You know, is you know, kind of like Usman was Leon Edwards. It's like Izzy was probably a minute and a half or so away from retaining his belt and it just didn't happen that way. Uh yeah, I it has to yeah, it it has to bother you. There's just one guy that you can't seem to beat. You just can't seem to get him. And I mean, the guy's a savage, but he's also, you know, he doesn't have that many pro MMA fights. I I think the title fight was his eighth pro MMA fight Of course, he's got all them kickboxing fights and everything, but still MMA and kickboxing are very different. I think we've learned by now, you know, from the MMA boxing crossover, they're similar sports, but they're very different, you know? So for Pereira to have the kind of success that he's been having, uh, in MMA with, with, you know, so few fights is just, It's very impressive. Uh, And I do think somebody like. So, who does. Do what?
1: Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, he's got. He's. I'm looking now at the rankings. Who else has a title shot besides him?
0: Up next. Uh, I mean, I feel like you can always make the case for Robert Whitaker, you know, because he's just. He's Robert Whitaker. You know, he's clearly one of the best in the division. I think he just beat. Uh, he just beat Jared cannoneer i'm pretty sure if i remember correctly um i don't know yeah I, th- I think Vittori after beating Delizze, has a has a claim at a shot and i mean i think he you know he he might pose a serious threat to Pereira because of his you know his wrestling um not that he utilized a whole lot of it against delse but it is there it is an option for him
1: so Whitaker beat Vittori back on September third. Should they run it back before fucking Vittori gets a title shot?
0: Uh, I don't know, cause it, cause they did fight. Uh, you know, they yeah, cause they they fought pretty recently. I just don't know that they would run it back again. I know Robert Whitaker, I think, was supposed to fight Paulo mm-hmm. Costa. But it just never, for whatever reason, like it never came through. Um, Also, I don't know what I was thinking. I was wrong about Robert Whitaker. Uh, He beat Jared Cannonier fucking three years ago. Who beat Jared Cannonier recently? I'm thinking of somebody. Uh, Let me figure that out real quick. It's going to kill me. Oh, Sean Strickland beat him. Uh, I don't know how I mixed them up, but, well, I mean, it's too Uh No, he beat he beat back. Sean
1: Strickland in a split decision. That was December
0: 17th. Who the fuck am I thinking? I don't know yeah. who i thinking of. Them. Yeah, he did beat Sean Strickland. That's right, split decision. I don't know. I don't know who I was thinking of. <laughs> the only guy to beat Shit. Jared Canadeer recently has been Israel Adesanya, which, you know, I remember that. Uh, I don't know. I feel like the 185 division is just kind of in a tricky spot. You have a lot of guys that – You know, they'll string together some wins, but then they'll fight somebody like Robert Whitaker or or like Israel Adesanya, and they'll come up short. You know, it's just tough. It's tough. You have – and then, of course, Pereira is the champ. So, I don't know. Him and Izzy are going to have to figure things out, and then after that, you know, I I could see an argument for Whitaker. I could see an argument for Vittori. Um, I think anyone else would probably need another win or two before they could really – really claim a title shot of course, What course about the uh, you know the, the south the, african de Plessy. he's not bad he's not bad uh i'd probably like to see him get one more before he went for a title shot but um he is right there he is active you know he does fight fairly frequently um rank number six i mean yeah i'd like to see him get get just get be, like one more
1: he Beat Derek Brunson on March fourth. Got who is it? Yeah. Now he's, I mean, yeah, and that's impressive. Now he's active. I
0: mean, yeah, and and Derek. But uh, yeah, I guess that's that's good. just
1: breaking into. Yeah, that is just kind of breaking into those top guys, you know. Like, yeah. I think maybe one more, and then just to prove that he belongs there. Yeah. There, there's guys up there that he could fight. That he, if he, if he yeah, yeah. He doesn't have nothing lined up. Does he? no, no, not that quick.
0: No, there's also a name that we haven't mentioned that's moving up to 185, Comzat. You know, I think Dana reaffirmed a couple days ago that Kamzat's next fight is going to be at 185. Um, so he's another guy that you're going to have to start thinking about. Of course, will he hop right into a title shot? I kind of doubt that. they will probably have him fight somebody. I don't know who. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know who wants. There, to fight there's Kong,
1: there's right? any of those like anybody we just named would be a fucking great fight, just to prove yeah. he belongs, like that he can fit in that division.
0: Yeah, yeah. God, if you don't give him somebody that can hold their own in the in the wrestling department, the grappling department, you know, Kamzat might give them some serious problems. That's why somebody like Vittori or like Robert Whitaker would be. That would be crazy. You imagine a card headlined by Robert Whitaker and Kamzat Chamayev? That'd be wild. It'd be it'd be damn near as big as a title fight just without the title.
1: How old is Kamzat? Uh, I don't know. Let me see. Uh, so uh he's 28 years old, still young as ooh, fuck. Damn.
0: He's got time.
1: He's also kind of right in that, like, probably part of your physical prime, you know? He's right kind of getting into it, you know? Yeah. He could, yeah. Robert Whitaker's a little older, isn't he? Yeah,
0: he's a little older. Uh, Dana White said it will be, his next fight uh, will be at middleweight, and that he should be fighting top three guys. Of course, the rankings have not been updated as of right now, but... You kind of have to assume Vittori is going to move into that top three with his win. So we're probably looking at a top three that consists of Adesanya, Whitaker, and Vittori. Of course, Pereira and Izzy are going to have their thing. And, you know, the loser of that's still going to be in that top three. So, you know.
1: they're going to want Combs out to fight before that. So, I mean. Hmm. Shit. I don't know. Everybody's That's pretty true. active, right? I mean, Robert Whitaker makes probably the most sense. I don't know. His last fight was I, September third, so that that one, if they made that real quick, then I don't know. I don't, that I mean, that'd be that'd be nice. That'd be fucking. We'll see,
0: but that'd be a fun one. That would be a fucking fun one. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd sign me. I'll I'll watch. You know, whoever he's gonna fight, you know, sign me up. I'm there for it, whether it's Pereira, Izzy, Whitaker, or Vittori. Any of those guys, I think, would be a great fight. So, whatever the UFC wants to do, fucking sign me up. I'm there. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, just kind of going up the main card a little bit. Uh, the only finish of the main card, Gunnar Nelson. Uh Thirty-nine year old Gunnar Nelson, I believe. No, thirty-four. I don't know why I thought he was thirty-nine. Well, he's been away for a while. He, uh, well, he took a break between like twenty nineteen and twenty twenty-two. He was gone for a minute. Um, he did fight last year on the on that uh, that London card with Aspinall, and he got the win, decision win, of course. But you know, Brian Barberin is a guy that's been real active. You know, he's he's crazy. He likes to throw down everything like that, but man when you're fighting a grappler as good as Gunnar Nelson, you know, you got to be careful. You got to watch your arm and he got that submission with like less than 10 seconds left in the first round, I think. You know, just uh
1: dude, he's he's just
0: dangerous on the ground. He's just deadly. Dangerous, man. That's the thing. If you can you know, if you if you can avoid the takedowns and avoid him getting on top of you and you know, doing his thing, like you can beat him, you know. Like, uh, you can beat him, but, man, he he's tough. Um, he fought Leon Edwards to a split decision back in 2019, too. So, uh, you know, he's he's a little bit older uh, now. Maybe the weight cut is a little bit harder for him to um, – or wait, did he fight Barbarino at 170 or 185? Let me see. No, he was at 170. So – yeah, I don't know. Split decision loss to the the current champion—it's uh, got to make you feel pretty good. I don't know that. I don't know if Gunnar Nelson is ranked or not. I kind of doubt it. I don't I don't see him on there. Yeah, might be a bit of a stretch for him to make a make a title run, but you know, losing to the current champion by split decision is not the not the worst position to be in. Uh, you know, he's he's got no. two wins in the past you know, year or so, um, you know, cool to see him back. Cool to see him back. Cool to see him back and being active. And, you know, I like a guy who's, you know, got jujitsu as good as uh, Nelson does. So, you know, hats off to him for getting the win and, you know, fucking up my predictions even further. Uh, speaking of my predictions, the one that I got right and fucking the fight of the night, Justin Gaethje and Rafael Eve Jesus crazy Christ. fight. Crazy fight. Just like you knew it was going to be, you know. There there was no doubt in anyone's mind that that fight was going to be a fucking banger. And it was. It delivered in every regard. Uh you know, Faziv looked good starting out too. He looked he looked real fast. Uh he, you know, I got a little worried there for Gatesy in the beginning. I mean, not not that J- Gatesy was bad or anything, but you know, Fazeev was just so quick, so much quicker. Like the speed difference was was you know you could tell that immediately. uh But just as that fight went on, man, Gatesy just started pouring it on, just really started swinging. And I mean, you could tell. <laughs> and look at Fazeev's face after the fight. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he wore all that damage, man. um
1: It was Gatesy's chin is just fucking unmatched. <sighs>
0: Yeah, yeah, he's got a chin like so few other fighters do, um, you know, and I said it the other day to you, you know, it goes to show you that like he's he's been knocked out twice and it was Eddie Alvarez and, you know, the former 155 champion and then Dustin Poirier, you know, it goes to show like how hard those guys hit, you know, they were able to knock out somebody like Justin Gaethje, but that's something that fucking nobody else has been able to do. Uh, He's, he's, you know, he's got a chin and it serves him well. You know, he likes to get in those kinds of fights where your chin is going to be tested. And, you know, I feel like Gates, you can put his chin and his power up against damn near anybody. And uh, it was good just to see him back. Uh, You know, I feel like we, well, we we haven't seen him fight since he fought uh, Charles Oliveira last year. Um, you know, good to see him back in the win column. Uh, of course, very good fight. I don't think uh, Fazeve stock does not drop at all from this fight. I don't think no, I think not he might he like, moves up. Yeah, I just don't, you know, I mean, of course, you want to win a fight, but like hell, one of those judges had it, uh, a draw had it 28 28. So, I mean, you know, it's not like Faziv did bad or was not competitive or anything like that. It's just, you know, he happened to be fighting Justin Gaethje. And, you know, I think his stock rises, you know, kind of like the, you know, the Volkanovsky-Islam fight. It's like, yeah, Volk lost, but like, you know, it was a great fight. He almost won. He moved up in weight. You know, it's kind of like that. Fazeev went to war with Justin Gaethje, and he didn't come out on top, but he also didn't get slept, which I feel like, you know, a lot of fighters would so you know i'll be happy to see him fight again Have you know zero idea who's next for him there are so many big fights coming up in that division you know it feels like pretty much everybody in that top six is um you know either just fought or has a fight coming up um yeah i was gonna say what's next for
1: everybody what's next for fucking gaethje
0: well, poor year again, or poor, however the fuck he wants to say I I I would not be opposed to that, but the I think the problem is so fucking is gonna fight Darius in like a month or two. Fucking uh Gates you just yeah. fought. Chandler's gonna fight McGregor later this year. You know, Fazib just lost, whatever who is islam going to fight next cuz i know a lot of people wanted to see him and volkanovsky run it back but is going to fight yair this summer sometime i'm not 100% sure when so who's next for islam cuz like i said you know Chandler and mcgregor are booked up till later this year um you you could do the winner of oliveira and dariush but islam already you know beat oliveira submitted him in a minute not a minute in the first round. So I think putting and like him also up against, you don't want to. No, go ahead.
1: I was gonna say you don't want to run Volkanovski back against fucking Makachev if they're not fucking both champions. You know. Like, what's yeah, the po- I mean it's not as exciting. I don't think so,
0: but whatever. That is true. That's a good point. I mean, it's not a it's not a guarantee that Volkanovski beats Yair Rodriguez. I mean, you know. It is Volkanovski, but, like, I, you know, over the past two years, we've seen so many, like, big champions fall, you know? Like, I mean, hell, we talked about, you know, Izzy earlier, you know, Kamaru Usman, who we're going to talk about here in a minute. Uh, it's not a guarantee that Volkanovsky wins. And Yair Rodriguez did look great against Josh Emmett, despite the layoff, everything. He ran through Josh Emmett, sadly. I was rooting for Emmett, but – uh it, it's not a guarantee that Volkanovski beats him and if if Volkanovski loses his title like you said i think the i think the second islam fight kind of disappears which would suck cuz i want to see that fight again you know at some point whether it's this year fucking next year whatever it is i do want to see them run that back um I don't know what they're going to do in that division, man. Like it wouldn't, like it would make sense for them to put Islam against Gaethje or Poirier. But then what do you know, if, if you make it, you know, if you make Islam and Gaethje, what do you do with Poirier? And if you do Islam Poirier, what do you do with Gaethje? Because booking those two again would make a lot of sense, I think. But then what do you do with Islam? I don't know. I just don't know. I'd be down to There's, see him yeah, fight again, though. You know, that'd be a banger. Yeah,
1: it just doesn't. It just kind of puts. I mean, Gaethje only has. He's probably got what like. He he said it. He said he was getting ready. He's making one last run at it. I mean, what's that mean? You probably got three fights left in you. He's not going to want to fight more than one more time, maybe twice more, before he gets a title shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I think he's looking at, you know, he, he'll probably want a title fight after beating Fazeev. You know, he might have to fight one more time, but, you know, he's he's got to be looking at title shot after that, I think.
1: And, you know what would be crazy? If this I know this isn't going to happen. I just think it'd be a hell of a fight to watch Is Gaethje fucking get a title shot, win it, and then fucking Volkanovski come up in those two fight. I think that would be some fucking, some fun shit to watch. That would be because they wouldn't. They wouldn't just wrestle and fuck each other. That would be crazy.
0: No, they would just. That's stand like and the, take that's it that's off.
1: the dream fight.
0: God, that would be insane. You know, it would be. Gechi
1: Poirier would be good.
0: It would be good because they they fought a long time ago. You know, like Poirier beat him and everything, but it's been, it's been, it's been at least five years, just if I had to guess. You know, so like. Running them two back would be a lot of fun, um, and see, I think like if if you did Poirier and Islam, same thing with Gaethje. It's like if if Poirier ended up winning that fight, and then you did like Volkanovski Poirier, like that would also be a crazy fight. It would be insane. Oh um, yeah, Volkanovski fighting any of these motherfuckers is good. Yeah, regardless of whether you know he fights you know islam or fuck it whoever he fights uh, you know next at 180 or or 155 i i do want to see him come back to 155 like i you know watching him tear through the 145 division is a lot of fun and everything like that but you know he had a lot of success against the 155 champion like you have to imagine that he wants to try it again come back you know it worked out well he's obviously not you know like he didn't get, you know, outsized. Like he he fit in. He almost won the damn title. So it would be a shame if we didn't get to see him move up to one fifty five again. Like we, I just feel like we've got to see that happen. And hell, you, you throw I think him he,
1: he beats anybody. he 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 beats Ciar. If they're pro, they're gonna they're gonna fight next, I'm assuming that's not scheduled, yeah. but I think they, it is scheduled.
0: Uh, I think they do have a oh, date. Is it? Okay. I don't know when, but I, I think they do have a date.
1: So those two. Yeah, I mean, if Volkanowski beats him, there's no he he doesn't need to stick down stick around there any longer. Unless he wants to fight old Arnold Allen. Which I you know.
0: I wouldn't have I, I guess
1: if Arnold Allen if if he runs through Max Holloway, then maybe. But he has to like run through him.
0: Oh shit, that's right. He is gonna fight Max Holloway. Damn. That's that's a tough fight for anybody.
1: But if he did win, yeah, Yair like hasn't fought Max Holloway. Did he, wait, did he? Yeah, he did. He he did fight Yair Rodriguez, didn't he?
0: Uh, I think he. Yeah, I think he did. I think he beat the. It looks like off of him
1: November twenty
0: twenty one. He, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, think he Holloway fucked him up. Damn. He's a savage man. Damn. Arnold Allen and Holloway. I, I I forgot about that one, but that's going to be a crazy fight. That's good. Damn, we have a lot. To, yeah, no, it's just a great sport. It is the best sport. It really is. Like I, we could fucking we we could sit around and talk about fucking previous fights, potential matchups in the future. We we could do this all day. I mean, it's just it's such a great sport and there have been so many great fights just in the past month. And we, we have a lot of great ones coming up. It's, it's fucking awesome, man. It's so good. We, we haven't even talked about the main event yet. (laughs) You know, like that's, that's the thing, you know, we, you we talk about all these other fights and how good they were and all this other stuff. We ain't even touched upon the big ass main event that we had on Saturday night. You know, the one fight that everybody was looking to see, uh, more than the others. All right, there we go. Had, had a little uh, little technical difficulty there, but uh, definitely got to talk about this main event on Saturday night. Um, the fight that everybody wanted to see, the rematch that everybody was looking forward to, the hype for it over the past week, you know, it was crazy. Um, Leon Edwards, though, defended his belt against Usman. The trilogy's over. It's done. It's decided. Uh, Not, you know, it it was a close fight. It was not bad. I Kind of the opposite of what I expected to happen happened. Like, I I thought Usman would look stronger in the later rounds than Leon did. Because, you know, in the first fight, he, he, he got tired there towards the end, and Usman really started laying it on in, like, that fourth round. You know, and, you know, everybody knows, you know, I mean, before the head kick knockout in the first fight, Usman was, you know, looked like he was going to, you know, coast his way to a decision. It didn't happen. Uh that, That's what I thought might happen in this, this second fight. I thought Usman might start to kind of peel away in the later rounds, but the, the opposite happened. Leon Edwards looked stronger uh, as the fight went on than Usman did. Um Usman just didn't, he didn't look the same as he looked in their first fight.
1: It's Leon just kept getting up, you know? He just, it's like, there wasn't the same level of confidence from Usman. Like, Leon, just every time he'd take him down, like he'd just, he'd hold him there for a second, but yeah. he was just able to turn around, back up to the cage. He also cheated like fuck, which i I don't care, you know, they deducted the point, who cares, but like, fucking, he he just like, you know, he was just able to just fucking yeah. kind of spin around and fucking just always stand up, just even if he gave up his back, just he never always, he never completely gave it up, and just again and again, and I think it's kind of fucking, it just broke Usman a little bit, you know? Yeah. No, it just broke his spirits, broke his confidence, um, and fucking being able to. It's a hard thing to do to like take somebody somebody down and hold
0: them down and everything like that. Like, it, it takes a lot out of you. It takes a lot of stamina. And so, when you've, you know, you're working real hard for these takedowns and these positions, but you've got a guy that just keeps getting up, you know, it, you know, he, he, he just wasn't able to dominate Leon with, with the wrestling like he thought he was going to. And like, you know, Leon is more than capable on his feet. You know, he's he's a great kickboxer. You know, it's it's what led him to success in the first fight. Um, he can hold his own on the feet. So when Usman, you know, wasn't able to to get him on the ground and hold him there like he thought he was going to, you know, it eliminated a big part of the game plan for for Usman. And um, Leon did cheat a little bit. He did. <laughs> He did he did have that that pretty bad fence grab in the third. Of course they took a point and everything like that. I mean, there's not really much else you can do in that situation. You know, they kinda they kind of punished him, you know, like like they should. You know, it was a pretty egregious fence grab. You know, it wasn't a minor thing. I mean, he he really he grabbed the shit out of that fence. And see, at that point, you know, you're looking at a third round, you get a point deduction. You know, it, it really is on Leon at that point to, like, close those final two rounds out. You know, you got a point deducted. You kind of got to, you know, it is what it is with the third round. You know, you really have to solidify the final two rounds uh, as yours. And he was able to do that, and he got it done. Um, thought it was interesting, though, like the co-main event. One of the judges scored that fight uh, a draw, you know. So... Hey, it's not like Usman did bad, but, yeah, I thought it was pretty clear at the end of those five rounds that that Rocky was going to keep his title. Um, and hats off to him. You know, had to feel pretty good to do that, too, in front of your home crowd. Uh, the crowd fucking erupted when when Leon came out there. They were doing his introduction alongside Bruce Buffer. You know, all the fans were fucking screaming and shit. Um, It had to feel great. It had to feel great. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: the the whole pulling the trigger on him too when he came up there acting like a an ass, you know, was beautiful. It was it was like a it just really it was like I'm not scared. Of you, I'm not scared of any of this bullshit. He and he did you know? He just kind I don't of fucking what
0: rounds? Specifically. He just kind of I did want to win any of those rounds or so, what would you say? He won at least well. He he definitely won one round clear, and then the third. I don't remember exactly how the third round went, but like even if even if you give it to Leon, it's it's still a dead even round. You know, Um,
1: that's right because there was that yeah there was that uh, point deduction too that round Usman got. Yeah, well. I guess. Yeah. Or did he? See, I don't if you, remember. I don't know. If, if you, know, I if shit, you give, yeah, give Usman that round, it's a 10-8 round. It's been rounded. two days, so, and I'm thinking about
0: it. You know, like, I, I feel like Usman definitely won one or two rounds, but I, I thought it was pretty clear by the end of the fight that, that Leon had won three, that he was going to keep his belt.
1: Once you get... I noticed it's like once you get to a point where somebody's just kind of, uh, it was a timing thing. If if all you're gonna do is wrestle somebody and hold him down, if that's your whole fucking game plan, then like once there's a, about a minute and a half, two minutes left in the round, the round's pretty much over because you know he's gonna survive on the ground. You know he's gonna be able to fucking wiggle around and you won't be able to get a good position on him. You know if you don't take him down and hold him there within that first two minutes, it's you're, you're fucking. Your hope for winning that kind of round is just not yeah. as good. Because Leon was just active the whole time. Like He just was always kicking. Always a lot of fucking kicking, you know? <laughs> and once in a while, he he, he yeah. was just setting up those head kicks. He, he barely yeah, had any he head really kicks setting to like the up. fucking he wanted to, fifth round. He wanted to reenact. And, I mean, everybody knew the, that's what he was the first looking for. Fight. Yeah. I, just, I mean, shit,
0: you can't blame him. if It, it <laughs> worked in the first fight, you know? I can't blame him for wanting to, uh, wanting to try another one. Of course, Uswan had to know that that shit was coming. <laughs> you, know, you know, you you get knocked out by a head kick like that. It's, it's probably in the back of your mind the entire fight. It's like, okay, like he hasn't thrown a whole lot of head kicks yet, but he will. And I can't get slept like I did.
1: I, d- I never... Heard- I never heard his corner mention it to him during the fight. I was listening for it, but I, I might have missed it if they said it, but they were always like, oh, watch out for this, be ready yeah. for this. But they never mentioned the head kicks. I guess everybody just knew. They were like, they knew he's looking for the fucking head kick. Like, yeah, no if, shit. Uh, second in the UFC. Dude, if he, especially if that's one of your, what is that? Fight. It was his second yeah, loss of his, his career. Third, second or third loss UFC of his a career. Long time ago.
0: Fucking. But, yeah. His only two UFC losses are to, are to Leon Edwards. Uh, for Usman or That's Edwards? A,
1: what's next for him? Well... Fucking, uh, while we're looking at I, I these rankings, know. got them pulled up. What's I next for I don't know. Him?
0: It's, it's weird. Like, I'm not used to him the not Usman. being the champion. So it's just kind of like... It's hard to imagine him, like, as a contender, you know? Like, back in the fucking climb.
1: Does... Does... Does he
0: retire? I think that would be a fun fight. Um, I I I swear. I love it if if Bilal got a fucking shot at podcast Twitter account. I said something about Bilal Muhammad fighting Kamaru Usman and people were like, what are you talking about? You know, and now it doesn't seem like a crazy fight to make. Not at all. You know, Um, I think the UFC is looking at doing Bilal versus Shavkat though, which is. Crazy.
1: Uh. It's sad. It's it's bullshit that like you've won all these fights and now you're gonna fight the guy who literally is like just a a guy who's creeping up there that doesn't seem like anybody could even fuck with him. Like you've earned your title shot, but instead they're gonna fucking put you against a guy who. Might not be ranked the number one contender. They but do kind man. Of like, they just fucking hate. That he's guy. that guy don't that pro- nobody play. probably wants to fight. I don't know what it
0: is. I, they really just know. fucking hate Bilal. You know, <laughs> like I mean, I guess I guess you could say, you know, I, I like Bilal. I don't have anything against the guy. I like watching him fight. I think he's a good fighter. But you know, he has a lot of decisions. He doesn't finish people all that much. Of course, he did finish Sean Brady in his last fight a couple months ago. You know, some people would say that Bilal isn't the most exciting fighter to watch. And which is a critique that's been made of pretty much every wrestler ever. Um, But they're going to give the title shot to Colby Covington, who I would also say not. I don't I don't know that I'd say he's a boring fighter, but I wouldn't say he's the most exciting fighter ever. You know, Uh, his fights with Usman were pretty good, but like his fight with with Masvidal was not all that impressive you know, Um, and hell, Masvidal is the only guy he's beaten fucking three years. You know, before he fought Usman the second time, he fought Tyron Woodley, and, and Tyron Woodley had a damn injury. You know, he was beating him pretty good before that, but you know, we're we're talking about a guy that's got you know two wins in the past three years or so, and. I mean, I don't, I, I don't know how you make an argument for Colby Covington to fight for the title next over Bilal Muhammad. I really don't. It doesn't make sense to me. I just don't get it. The fuck does Bilal have to do? <laughs> you know? What, what do you want him to do, man?
1: Yeah, like what the fuck does he have to do? I hey. mean, even if you put. Bilal and Colby together would not even be. I mean, I I think that'd be fine, but I mean, not even. I don't uh, know. Masvidal. I I I really yeah. should. Well, Gilbert Burns already has something lined up. Yeah, he's fighting. Oh shit, April eighth too. April. That's right. That's April eighth. There's a good ass card. Uh, let me see. Uh, who else is out there? Damn. Really? Just. I mean, it makes it makes sense for Shovkat to fight Bilal. But, like, I don't know. I just think he deserves a title shot. So when Bilal fought, I don't remember how this one went. Bilal fought Leon Edwards yeah. back a while it, it back. It It says it ended um, with the fucking in the uh, second
0: round. I think it was like early in the second round. That Bilal could not continue. Um, what happened there? Yeah, he just got poked in the eye pretty bad and couldn't, ah. couldn't continue. Um, and, and Leon, you know, to be fair, Leon was beating him. you know, before that, you know, in the first round, very clearly won the first round. Which, you know, that's another thing I think I think the story kind of writes itself for that. You know, they have unfinished business. You know, they fought before fairly recently, and it ended with a fucking eye poke. So, you know, they have unfinished business. Uh, you know, Leon's on this. Leon is on like a, you know, he's on a pretty good win streak of his own fucking. Uh, Bilal's on like an eight fight, you know, win streak. Like it just makes a whole lot of sense, but they're not going to do that. So, I mean,
1: <laughs> instead you had to fight he that dangerous killer. fucking yeah. rat-looking <laughs> yeah, motherfucker, you fight the con. most dangerous-looking guy. In the top, he's a six killer. God damn, that's title
0: shot. I mean, damn, yeah.
1: who who is I'm looking at his fucking everybody he's fought. He hasn't fought anybody that just jumps out to me as like, oh, this dude's fucking Jeff Neal was pretty good. That fight was nice, yeah. but like, I mean, no, is Jeff Neal not. fucking top
0: top ten for sure? Is not he a top is he? I mean, he's top 10, kind of the same thing with Neil. Madden. But is he like you know? Is he top five? He's top fifteen. Um, but he, he's he's not bad. You know, he's just not really a title contender. Um, and he he. Like why not
1: fight? Why not Shavkat Colby? Why does that not? Why does that not make sense? I think you know, like, colby has yeah, been not that I fucking active. I don't know. I, a guy who. I, 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 I mean, really why not make Kobe just why why the gatekeeper to this colby fucking division?
0: To the top like this, I mean, it's definitely part of his character. Plays some part in it, you know. Colby's going to talk a bunch of trash, and that'll help sell the fight and fucking everything like that. But man, I just. I don't know. I, I I wish they were just gonna go a different route with it. Um, I wish they would they would give the title shot to Bilal. Fucking I don't know. Have have fucking I don't know Usman or Colby fight Shavkat. I don't know. <laughs> you got to do something with him. <laughs> you know Burns and yeah, he's got Mozfit all lined up so. And he, he is going to beat Mozzfella. Usman Shaka uh,
1: would be I, nice. He burns it. But, He's got you know. You got to do something with Usman and Colby.
0: You know, if you weren't going to have Colby fight for the title, and they've already fought each other twice, so you know, you don't want to, you don't want to put them together. So, I don't know. It's a tricky division. It's a tricky division now that they've got a new guy who's solidly on top. You know, like, I, you know.
1: <laughs> that's only until Shabkat so gets there and takes his head off. It- uh, I don't know if it's, <laughs> it's set really in stone. just. Is Bilal going to fight. get a chance to get. Wait, wait. I have they, have they decided stone. that Shabkat's going to fight Bilal yet? Is that like set in stone? Because, like, <laughs> it's unfortunate because that's just going to be. <laughs> He's Bilal's gonna have to fight all yeah. the way back up the fucking division just to get a title shot, and probably fucking isn't gonna get it if Shavkat beats him. To, uh, you know, if if he loses to Shavkat which I think is, I don't say it's likely. I don't know. I don't know. there and
0: He better. It's, it's get just a it's much higher
1: higher level of competition, but <laughs> still. If he did not get a title, if he beat Shapcott, doesn't get a title shot, it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, that's he's thirty four. You know how much more fucking you know how much more has he got in this big
0: big unbeaten streak? A couple years. Like he's thirty four. You know, if he does get a title shot, it might be the only one that he gets. So, like, you know, when he's online complaining about not getting a title shot, man, I don't blame him. You know, like it's crazy that he's not getting one. You know, I I just... I don't know, man. I feel for him. I do. He definitely deserves him a title shot, but... uh, He's got to go fight that killer before he can even think about getting one. And he still might not get one. Yeah.
1: That's ridiculous. Fucking... Because... Uh... Shovcott's only twenty eight. Damn, he's young, a young buck. He's fucking dangerous. Fucking uh
0: Uh I think uh so. what's
1: his name? I uh think. fucking uh, him and Chandler are fucking uh at goddamn Connor. He's gonna stay at one seventy, isn't he?
0: Almost certainly, yeah. Yeah.
1: And they're gonna give him a title shot if he beats Chandler. <laughs> well no, well I mean that that doesn't I mean Will they give him a title shot or will they make him fight no shit? I would like to see uh, him fight law, I'd like no. to see him fight fucking. Have him and Colby Covington uh, fought in the past? I think that was Colby's like a thing, was not really it? No. For That'd be I don't how do you think that would go?
0: Yeah. Shovcott's so, so big, I think man. so. It's like not Connor just fucking do he's wish. a bit small for fucking the fucking Shovcott and Connor would be nice. You know. I think that's kind of why well. I don't know. They might get, I, I, I bet that they give him a title shot if he beats Chandler. But then you're looking at him fighting Leon Edwards, which I think makes, you know, well, I mean, I wouldn't say that it makes sense. I, I would say that it's a better matchup for Connor than a lot of other guys in that division. But if Colby beats Leon, then you're going to have Connor fight Colby, and Colby's just going to, you know, he's going to wrestle him the whole fight.
1: I think the build up wise, like, I think Colby fighting Connor yeah. is a fucking, is a huge sell, just like yeah, before the fight. Be but I don't similar. think the actual
0: fight would be that no, exciting. The trash talking would be crazy. Yeah, you because know, Colby won't ever yeah. shut the fuck up. It'd be very fun. The fight would sell, but I, I think Neither the does fight Connor would look either, a lot so, like the Monster yeah. fight did. You know, Colby would just wrestle him and it wouldn't be that exciting. I don't know. I mean,. We'll see. Of course, Connor could also lose to Chandler, and then, you know, all those plans are ruined. Um.
1: Yeah. Shit. Because Connor's got a couple fights left before he's fucking... Well, he's got two two left in his contract, and then, like,
0: what is it? Yeah, he and said, I mean, then he signs. He you know, said if he wants to he's sign a deal with though. the so UFC like, after those two fights are up, maybe but, four you know, or five fights left. Things could at things most could change between now and then. You know, that second fight's probably not going to happen until like early next year. So, you know, who knows what happens between now and then? Um, I don't know. I'd like to see him resign. I like you know. I think the sport is better with connor in it it's definitely more exciting i wouldn't really want to see him go anywhere else or fucking do anything else i I would like to see him stay in the ufc and be active and you know there's nothing really like a conor mcgregor fight yeah when um when bruce buffer announced uh john jones for the gone fight he introduced him as as the one and only and the only other time I can remember him doing that for a fighter was Connor, you know, the one, the only, the notorious Connor McGregor. You know, they're different. They just kind of they transcend the sport a little bit, you know. Like John Jones coming back would have been crazy, even if it wasn't for the title. You know, whoever he fought, it would sell. They had Connor come back and fight Cowboy Cerrone couple years ago after that big layoff and it was a headliner it sold who who knows how many tickets you know it's just yeah no he doesn't deserve a title shot if he beats Chandler but (laughs) they are going to give him one and you can definitely see uh why they're going to give him one uh yeah I think we can go ahead and wrap it up I mean we're approaching that hour mark um Oh, you don't want to talk about uh, your I mean, fucking, we could. That one, we could, your, yeah. Um, the one of the most disappointing yeah, things that happened to you was the past the 15 Jets.
1: years. Uh, your fucking boy
0: leaving. That McAfee show. and You know, kind of just confirmed what everybody was reading and thinking and everything like that. So, uh, yeah, pretty disappointing shit for Packers fans. Uh, we lost Alan Lazard. We lost uh, Tunyon. And Pac- A-Rod's going to go to the Jets. It's just, you know, we went eight and nine last season, and boy, eight and nine is gonna look pretty good, I bet, after, you know, like next season, if we go eight and nine, it'll be a it'll be a miracle. You know, I, I think the the Packers are just gonna suck for a little bit, you know. It is what it is. Uh every team goes through it. You know, your team can't be great forever. The Packers have been great for longer stretches of time than most other teams. And uh, yeah, one of our one of our stretches is just over. Now it's ah, shit. They maybe they might not even. Now be it's good the Jets' turn to be great for about two <laughs> yeah. seasons before a yeah. is hanging it up. Yeah, I I mean you know they you, might you'd suck. rather have a Rod than terrible. Zach Wilson for sure. Fucking uh, but I'm not convinced ahead. that a Rod. Fixes all their problems and makes them into, you know, like legit playoff contenders. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not really buying it. Um, hey, shit, the Packers missed the playoff last season. You know, I wouldn't say the Packers are worse than the Jets. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: Shit. Also, there are there are just yeah. uh, they are just kind of moving the whole Packers team over to the Jets too. So it's not like the team's getting any better; they're just getting older. Or it's not like the Packers are getting you know it's not like those players are getting better; they're just getting yeah. fucking older. And they, and there's no OBJ coming. He I don't I don't think he said it sounds like he wants to go to the fucking Giants. So, uh, we got we got three minutes before we're at the hour. Fucking, what are your uh, thoughts on the that fucking? wait to do the this trump podcast before that happened tuesday um, you think it's all just political? it is assuming it
0: happens tomorrow i mean trump said it's happening tomorrow Now, whether that means it is happening tomorrow or not is you know kind of whatever um yeah i mean I, I think it's kind of hard to deny that it is political at this point i mean you got a you got a da that's that's pretty political um you know he He's kind of notorious for, uh, you know, reducing felony cases to misdemeanors. And here in Trump's case, he's taken a misdemeanor and upgrading it to a felony. Um, Also a a charge that the Department of Justice declined to pursue against Trump. Um, I don't know. I mean. I mean, if somebody breaks the law, yeah, they need to be held accountable. But like, you know, I can't I can't really fault fee- people for seeing this as just a big political thing. Um,
1: like, it's not like this. is This is not this is not the first up. president ever to pay hush money to a fucking prostitute <laughs> at yeah. all. Like, yeah. Sure I wonder if you started looking close. at all these. It's like, actually probably more uncommon like not that, paying. how
0: much kind of stuff like that you would uh, you would find. I don't know. Um, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway from it is uh, is that they, they are going to turn Trump into the martyr that he makes himself out to be. You know, like if they. You know they they're gonna they're gonna arrest Trump and they're gonna do the little perp walk with him and it's gonna fire his his base up and it's something that I think is
1: it's gonna fire up the it yeah it'll it'll go both ways it'll get everybody they want him back if if it makes it where he just sweeps I think that there's a lot of fucking parts of the machine that enjoyed Trump being there because all the fundraising that came out of it and all like, you know, it just got everybody excited. And it's just, you know, just more. I mean, I I, I I don't think people will go around, though. I think everybody's interested. It's kind of
0: what Trump has been missing this whole time. I mean, the man's been running for president for months now. And like, you don't really hear from him all that much. But, you know, this just gives his supporters some more red meat to go crazy over and i think there's a decent shot that it you know that it might it might lead to trump regaining the presidency you know i've said before that i think you know biden versus trump again uh you know i i don't know that trump really posed that much of a threat to biden before all of this but yeah i mean if they drag this thing out and trump is able to milk it like he's going to and gets his supporters riled up. I mean, it could help him. Well, one, it could could help him secure the Republican nomination by firing up that base. That's kind of been quieter as of late. Um, of course there's no telling who all is going to hop into that, uh, that primary. And of course the more people that hop in, you know, they split up that anti-Trump vote, you know, this, this could help Trump secure that nomination. And I don't know, maybe, maybe win back the presidency. I don't know. Shit.
1: We'll see. We'll see what tomorrow is because like I saw a bunch of people setting out some barricades. I also saw somebody tweeting like <laughs> if your patriot buddy is telling yeah. you to you know yeah, get, go protest this thing like your patriot buddy is a fed. Which is <laughs> which is funny and fair. But yeah. We'll see. I don't know. I Yeah. I, you just there was excitement around the January 6th yeah. shit because, like, it yeah. was kind of the last for the rallies. To but, you know, rallies a, haven't you know, been really this, happening In this, like this
0: particular kind of Trump But man. We'll see. <laughs> After all the January 6th stuff, I mean, I don't know, man. Yeah, I'd, probably, you know, if you're a big Trump up, fan, you know. uh, I'd probably sit this one out, man. Like I'd, still I'd probably watch it out. from your TV. Uh, the safety of your own home. You know, Don't get caught up in some... It's some craziness um yeah, yeah i don't know yeah. we'll see what tomorrow brings uh, i think that's a pretty good way to close it out just as a reminder next episode going to be talking with trevor peak eight no ufc fighter from tennessee like me a lot of fun really excited to talk to him um yeah looking forward to it really exciting stuff coming up on the podcast so be sure you tune in Follow everywhere you can. The podcast is pretty much everywhere they they do podcasts um, uh, at Bonfire Brief Pod on Twitter, so you get updates and everything like that. I think it's the same thing over on Instagram. Not one hundred percent sure. I don't. I am not a not a big Instagram guy, but uh, yeah, follow the podcast everywhere you can so you don't miss an episode. Peace out.